Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Greetings for this meeting of the Talking with T team as we are back where it's at with our weekly chat, bringing you the best in trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and much, much more. I'm Tanisha Baker, and I thank you for tuning in to this edition of Talking with T. It's January 22nd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, the late soulful singer Sam Cooke, rapper Salento, DJ Jazzy Jeff, and two-time heavyweight boxing champion George Foreman. Today on the calendar is represented as International Sweatpant Day, Celebration of Life Day, National Hot Sauce Day, and National Polka Dot Day. On this date in history, in 1949, Dr. James Robert Gladden becomes the first African-American certified in orthopedic surgery. And on this date in 1973, the U.S. Supreme Court legalized abortions. And finally, on this date in 1994, Angela Bassett won a Golden Globe for her starring role as Tina Turner in the movie What's Love Got to Do With It. As a reminder, the theme this month is Be More. Be more than they said you could and be more than you thought you would. Be more knowledgeable, be more tenacious, be more determined, be more goal-oriented, be more passionate, be more focused, and be more tomorrow than you were yesterday by being more intentional today. For today's happy highlights, we want to celebrate the kindness of Officer Craig Bull from England, who went to visit a 93-year-old man who had recently had his home burglarized. When Officer Bull spotted a piano in the elderly man's home, he stopped and played one of the victim's favorite songs. This officer went above the call of duty and added a bit of joy to someone's life. Next, we want to highlight NFL Colts quarterback Andrew Luck, who is using his status to encourage people to read. Some people have labeled him as the NFL's unofficial librarian. He is now into his second year of the Andrew Luck's Book Club, with interactions taking place through social media and on his podcast. It really doesn't stop there as Luck makes it a habit to visit classrooms and nursery schools, or anywhere in the community to read to kids. He is impacting the love of reading, and his goal is to get people reading who hadn't even planned to pick up a book. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after this week's tip from Tarika. This week's tip is watch what you say to folks. Know that everyone has a button. Now, some people have that button, and that button is more sensitive, and they're easier to identify. So that means when some people, you already know, that if you say something to them, they just really pop off. It don't take much. They stay on go. They're ready. You know, they stay one up looking for it. And then you have those people who are pretty laid back, kind of quiet. You could say some of the craziest things to them, and deal with them all throughout your life, and nothing has seemed to make, make them just snap. But understand 
there is a button somewhere. You just ain't hit it yet. But, honey, the minute you do, you're going to see an uninvited guest. You're going to see something you ain't never saw before. You're going to see a person you ain't never met. Them quiet ones that seems to be just always happy-go-lucky and easy-going. Again, watch what you say to them. If you can't say nothing complimentary or if you can't say nothing good, you can't say nothing at all because I guarantee you that button you push or that nerve you hit, that uninvited guest, you will not know where it came from. That is something that you don't want to do, that you don't want to see. Again, the ones who are always trigger happy and ready, they're easy to identify. You already know how to handle them. The other ones, you don't know. So the best thing to do is don't even go there with them. Don't play with them. Don't sit there and try to be slick with them. It's always good. I always take the high room. Positive. Don't even go there. Stay away from the others, the, the negative or the, the put-downs or the sarcasm. Don't even go there with them because they got it. And I've been talking with him. Let's check out our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Women's March 2018 took place this past weekend across the world. The march supported female empowerment and the demand for equal rights for women. Rallies and marches across the U.S. included thousands of women hoping to have their voices heard. Locally, in my hometown of Knoxville, Tennessee, the march drew a crowd of thousands. One report I saw shared that over 14,000 people participated. Interestingly enough, the march in Knoxville had to be rerouted as counter-protesters vowed to disrupt the planned march. In fact, there were marchers, protesters, counter-protesters, and those counter-protesting the counter-protesters. However, the local police kept good order during the event and those on opposing sides were kept separate. The Taliban is claiming responsibility for an attack at the Intercontinental Hotel in Kabul, Afghanistan, that took the life of at least 18 people, with several others injured. The scene was chaotic as desperate guests tried to escape, and security went floor by floor looking for attackers and victims. Entire floors were engulfed in flames, and witnesses said that guests were sprayed with bullets from the terrorist. This indeed is a tragically sad story in our World News Review. Thirteen siblings were found abused and malnourished as one of the brave children escaped and sought help for her family. The parents were arrested and faced multiple charges of abuse. Some of the kids were even found shackled. They were dirty and in deplorable conditions. The kids were rarely seen in public and did not attend school. The ages of the siblings ranged from 2 to 29. They are now being treated for their physical condition, and it is expected that their health can be restored. However, their mental and emotional health, now that's a different story, and we wonder if they will ever be able to recover from the years of horrific abuse they endured. It is reported that we have the biggest flu outbreak in years, and it has spread across the entire United States. The last I read, there were over 14,000 confirmed cases just last week. 30 children have died so far from this year's flu epidemic. 
Last season, 110 children died from the flu in the U.S. Now, keep in mind, flu season lasts through March and it's not too late to get a flu shot. I read cases where people were sick and from the time that they showed symptoms until the time they passed away, there was a span of only 48 hours. This had my nerves all tore up. In fact, I decided to get in touch with Knoxville, Tennessee's own Reggie Jenkins for some flu begone, which consists of all natural ingredients, including turmeric, root, garlic, vitamins and such. And not only does this mixture help prevent the flu, but to my understanding, it also helps one get over the flu if they catch it. According to my research of the ingredients, Reggie's Flu Be Gone has several other health benefits as well. So I'm going to add Flu Be Gone to my daily regimen, and it's also going to be added as a tea endorsed product. You can contact me to get in touch with Reggie if you would like some for yourself. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while. You're tuned in to Talking With Tea. Go back in time When you and I Were uncomplicated Let's go back in time Before I felt what I felt When you did what you did that night Once upon Upon a time I thought you were of our show where we review trending news and today I have with me the know-it-all Professor Jay and our top investigator but y'all know most often instigator T.I. Pam. So I've already shared several stories earlier in the show including the Women's March, the deadly flu epidemic, and the 13 siblings that were rescued from horrific conditions. You know they were found to be shackled and 
malnourished and abused. But now that I have the two of you with me, I want to touch on the government shutdown. This past week, failed negotiations led to a shutdown of the federal government as of 12.01 a.m. on Saturday. So I guess the big questions are, what caused the shutdown and what does it really mean? Incidentally, the shutdown came on the one-year anniversary of the inauguration of Jay's president, Donald Trump. Now, uh, wait, uh, wait, you know what? I, I'm so sorry, Jay. Um, it's just habit. I don't know. I'm, I know. I'm sorry. Let me just, okay. A government shutdown occurs when Congress doesn't approve a federal budget for the upcoming fiscal year. From what I could gather in my limited political knowledge is that a bill that would have funded the government until February 16th was not approved. One of the biggest reasons was the debate over the DACA program, which stands for Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. Sixty votes were needed to advance the bill and keep the government open, but it failed 50 to 49. Since the Republicans only control 51 seats, they needed Democrat votes for the bill to pass. Well, the next part of the question was what happens during a government shutdown. And I found some things, and I'm going to share that with you two as well as the listeners. For one, tours at NASA, uh, the Air Force Academy, athletics, military base commissaries, not in operation. Thousands of non-essential government employees are not working. The IRS can't help with taxes since more than half of the employees are not working. And this is a little troubling because, you know, they recently passed a tax reform bill, and I suspect many Americans have questions and may need assistance in completing their tax returns. I think maybe one of the most disturbing things is that military families take a big hit because service members and their families will not be paid until after the shutdown is resolved. And also, national parks, zoos, museums, those will all be closed. You can't get a gun permit, can't get a passport. Of course, Donald Trump blamed the Democrats for the shutdown. And in fact, I want you to take a listen to a recording when you call the White House. Thank you for calling the White House comment line. Thank you for calling the White House. Unfortunately, we cannot answer your call today because congressional Democrats are holding government funding, including funding for our troops and other national security priorities, hostage to an unrelated immigration debate. Due to this obstruction, the government is shut down. In the meantime, you can leave a comment for the president at www.whitehouse.gov forward slash contact. We look forward to taking your calls as soon as the government reopens. Okay, so three things are at work here. Number one, the fickle finger of blame, coincidentally, since this happened on the anniversary of the great Cheeto's inauguration, we can point the finger at him. Let's just, you know, point the great index finger at him and say he's the one to blame. Number two, this is not an ideal time for a government shutdown because people are getting ready to be income taxes. And I'm pretty sure that, you know, Pam is going to weigh in on that whole piece as she does every year. Uh, in a few weeks, the people are, are waiting to get their W-2s and trying to get the, the taxes filed so they can get that extra corner of change. 
And number three, if we have the ability to leave comments for um, his great orangeness on the White House website instead of leaving them on the White House voicemail because the government shut down and they just can't find anybody to man the phone lines during this time. You know, I have quite a few choice words that I'd like to uh, convey, but I'm pretty sure that that would put me on the nice little government red flag list. So I'm going to save all of that um, and just keep them in my head. And every time I see his great homeover and listen to his foolishness on TV, much against my better judgment, you know, both words will ruminate in my mind. Right. And I have two things. The first thing is a whole government can shut down, but Sally, why nothing ever happens with Sally May? You know, I would never get shut down or nobody hacking into them systems. I was just about to put that in there, too. That was really about to be number four, because the way my life is set up, you know, after recently getting this doctorate, y'all know I got student loans out the wazoo, so while we're shut down, can somebody just cancel everybody's student loans altogether? Right, altogether. And then secondly, is this going to affect my food stamps? I don't, Jay, I don't know what to say. I I didn't read that uh, part. I'll have to... Go back and and see what other things yeah, are going to happen. You know, I, I can't I can't really speak on the whole food stamp issue because you know down here in my neck of the woods we're just thawing out from a week long winter wonderland, and many parents were upset because their bright angels and precious jewels were eating up all their food because we were at home for an entire week due to inclement weather. And several people responded to these posts on Facebook when the parents were talking about how the kids were eating up all the food. Several uh, other people responded with, well, you shouldn't have sold your stamp, you know. Oh. You know winter's coming. And this is totally uh, jumping ship from the subject, but speaking of School's been out, Jay. You were out for a week, you say? A whole week. <laughs> and, Jay, were you mentally prepared to go back today? Uh, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Let's talk about the objective for today. The learner will. Students will be able to. Whichever acronym you prefer. The learner will. Or students will be able to. Not get on my nerves. Because <laughs> I'm not mentally ready. They're not mentally ready. It's going to take us a few days. And as I told uh, several of my friends and colleagues, it's going to take a whole week to kind of get everybody back in the frame of mind. And everything that I had done before the winter uh, wonderland, as I like to call it, everything that I have done, I have to go back and redo. Because, right. you know, they've been at home being lazy. And I'm not going to lie, I have too. So we thank Mother Nature for this well-needed time off. And interestingly enough, you know, many of my colleagues were upset because our district cut us short a couple of days with winter break by starting winter break a little bit later than usual and having us to come back for the second semester a whole three days early. So, you know, we were chanting Auntie Maxine's mantra, we were reclaiming our time because we didn't <laughs> get those days back. Well, in other news, I read a disturbing story out of Kentucky. 
where a former police officer repeatedly encouraged a police recruit to, quote, shoot black kids. And, of course, this has sparked outrage in the black community, and they want answers. Todd Shaw is the former assistant police uh, chief in the town of Prospect, Kentucky. A recruit had asked him on Facebook about doing the right thing, and this was a part of a written assignment that he had. Shaw's response was so disturbing that I can't even really read it here on the show. But I have a link to the article, which includes Shaw's response, on my website. That's www.talkwitht.com under today's show tab. The Facebook messages were discovered while Shaw was being investigated for interfering with the sexual abuse investigation. Shaw resigned after he was confronted with the social media messages. And where was this? This was in Kentucky. And I'm telling you, shooting black kids was only a part of the advice that he gave this police recruit. But just to think that mentors of the police force are giving such uh, advice, you know, that's grounded in malice and that could cause a whole new set of recruits in our future police officers who are about to protect and serve to adopt a mindset that has caused such detriment to our country. Like I said, I, I can't think of another word than disturbing. Y'all could probably help me, but it's, it's bothersome that this is going on. And furthermore, it's in right. That's the whole thing that struck me about this story. You know, it's, it's one thing to say some verbally, and it's a totally different thing when you get it in print that you can just have other people to throw it up in your face when you try to conveniently deny that you said what you said. Mm-hmm. Right. You cannot be that slow to put it in writing. You know, it's not – you can't have any hear, he say, she say after you have it in writing. Right. Right. Because once you put it in writing, you said it, and it's it, done. It's a wrap. Right. And so he was caught, but, of course, it makes you wonder, was he alone in this type of thinking and, and this type of encouraging to new police recruits? He And, of course, you know, we can say, well, what type of punishment will befall him? And I'm not sure if any since he's already resigned. He didn't want to take the chance, I guess, of any other repercussions. Well, move on. Uh, we've talked about this next person often on the show, and this time we're going to bring up Monique, and she has asked us to quit supporting Netflix due to gender and color bias. She said they offered only 500000 to do a comedy special, but offered Amy Schumer $11 million and Chris Rock and David Chappelle each $20 million. Wanda Sykes supports Monique's call to boycott Netflix and says she was offered even less. When Netflix was asked about the amount they offered Monique, they said they believed that was the amount she would bring in. And Monique basically argued that her resume should warrant a bigger deal. So I'm thinking she may have some valid points, but I don't see people boycotting Netflix over it. No, let, uh, let's just let's just keep it 100, okay, because... You've got a contingent of subscribers who have legit accounts, and then you have a contingent of subscribers who are using their cousin's password. Furthermore, is anybody really checking for Monique these days? 
Is she still relevant? I didn't want to say that, but it's been a while since I've seen her in anything. Pam? No, I haven't seen her in anything. She always, you know, tries to make her presence known after a little while because she probably sits at home and be like, man, ain't nobody saying nothing about me. Nobody checking on me. Nothing. So then she does stuff to make herself relevant, and then people talk about this for a, a week or so, and then, but they they still don't book her. She has the worst mm-hmm. attitude just sometimes to me. Well, I remember there was some type of controversy before about her saying that Hollywood was boycotting her. I can't remember what it was for, but, you know, as of late, when I've heard her name, it's had to do with some type of controversy. I did see her in Fat Girls on TV the other day, that movie. But see, it's that no more. She's lost all, she's lost all the way, and she's fabulous on the people now. Right. That's how they that's how they do though. Lose the weight and, and start tripping. Mm. Okay. But so, boycott Netflix, bottom line. Yeah. But I do do you agree it's a valid argument though? No. I think there 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 is a degree of truth to it. Mhm. But you you think about the names that were mentioned and I like Wanda Sykes, no shade to her either. But it's been a minute since we've heard from her. Right. Okay. Uh, everybody else who is getting, you know, top dollar, we've heard from them more recently. Right. Okay. Well, uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West celebrate the birth of their third child, born via surrogate, and the child's name is Chicago West, and will go by Shy. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> they have Chicago, North, and Saint. Right. I don't understand. Well, yeah. you know, I get you want your children to have unique names. Mm-hmm. But let's think about this thing here. You are the offspring of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. That's right. unique in and of itself. <laughs> you know, on, both, on, on both counts. And do y'all yeah. think that the the little sister was the surrogate? Who? Oh, now that's from T. Yeah, they hmm. said, you know, people have been saying that she was the surrogate. She was supposed to be pregnant, but then nobody seen, seen or heard from her. And then there were accounts of different baby stuff getting delivered right when they said that she was having her baby. Yeah, her baby has never been seen, but then all of a sudden, Kim and Kanye's surrogate mother had the baby around the same time within days. So I think there's something a little fishy about that. We don't need you to stay on top of that. Yes, I will. I'm I'm looking into it as we speak. Mm. Let's go to the Crazy Chronicles uh, before our time runs out. For today's Crazy Chronicles, I read about this guy. And on the videos where he's speaking, he did an interview. On the videos, his face is blurred and his voice is kind of being covered up a little bit. But He calls himself the time traveler. He claims to have been to the year 6,000. And he brought back a photo of this city from the future. He also says he's a part of a top secret program that sends people to the future. And he claims that advances in medicine and government and technology makes modern life as we know it seem primitive and that humankind lives in peace under one ruler. 
Then during the interview, the time traveler starts crying because he reveals that he had to leave a close friend behind who will never be able to return to this time. And to be honest, it seems he really believes he's traveled to the future and that he has proof. Okay, so, let's put him on the list of people a few months ago who said that they saw Jesus. Mm-hmm. That that particular story. Let's 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 put him on that list. Yes, let's put him put him on that list of the the people that had the um, the gold tickets to heaven. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I guess one of my things is why was he even out to do the interview? Because my suggestion would be that he be institutionalized so that someone can help him out of this alternate reality he has found himself in. Sure. In the year 2000? Yeah. That is a no. reasonable year. <laughs> it's only about 4,000 years from now. Who's going to be alive? <laughs> oh. Who's going to be alive? <laughs> okay. Come on, this, with nobody. <laughs> this next story is a bit disturbing, as Glenford Turner had surgery in 2013 at a Veterans Affairs Hospital in Connecticut. Let's fast forward four years later. Doctors discovered that a scaffold had been accidentally left in his body. He's suing, stating that this level of incompetence is incomprehensible. Turner was at the hospital on a separate medical issue when the scaffold was discovered, so he had to have a whole nother separate surgery to remove it. A whole scaffold? Yes. Mm. It happens being in surgeries. They make you count all the instruments, and so it's kind of hard to... Somebody was slipping because they make you count all your instruments. And if you're off, they bring in the x-ray machine because they want to x-ray that person to see if it's in there before you even close the incision up. You know what? That was a question I had. Do they count or take inventory of all of the equipment or tools that are used when they're doing surgery? Yes, every little piece, even down to, I mean, everything. If you count it before... And then, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes during surgery you have to bring in more, so you add it, and then you count it again. And then before you even close up the person, you count it again. And if one is off, they bring an x-ray machine to make sure it's not in the body. Because so people have known to, you know, sit it down and it go in or whatever. But they don't they don't let you leave out of there. It's hard to leave out with something in your body now because they, they count everything. They have so many different devices to to find it. So I'm not exactly sure how that happened. Somebody was definitely slipping. Might have been the doctor that they arrested the other day for coming in drunk to work in some city. Oh, perhaps. Well, I would say he has a good case. A very good case. Mm. He puts everybody at risk because everybody that's in there gets sued too. Oh, okay. Well, the final story that landed in the Crazy Chronicles today is about Essence Evans, who wrote on Facebook. She gives her five-year-old daughter a $7 a week allowance. Then she goes on to say that the daughter owes her for rent, water, electricity, as well as watching TV and food. So the little girl actually has to give her $5 back, which leaves her $2 to spend on whatever she would like. So the question that was posed in the article and the one that I would like to leave the listeners is, is this a good way to teach a financial lesson to her daughter or is the girl too young? And I will add that the mother is actually saving the $5 rent to return to her daughter when she is old enough to actually move out. And people are divided on this issue. And, again, 
we would love your opinion on the topic. And how old is the child again? Five. Okay, that's a bit too young for me uh, because she doesn't quite understand grown folks' responsibilities. Had this been a teenager, you know, okay, yeah, you get this allowance and, you know, you give me a couple of dollars as a parent to, you know, kind of get your mind in the mind frame of, okay, yes, so I have obligations that I'm eventually going to have to meet as an adult, but... Mm -hmm. At the age of five, you said? Right. You know, first of all, five, five years old is too young to get in the lounge. To me. Okay. I'm trying to think back to my own childhood and the idea of an allowance was a uh, hard fought battle in my house. And if memory serves me correctly, I might have been maybe 10 or 11 mm-hmm. before my parents even considered didn't an allowance. And even then, they were like, you live under our roof. We're supposed to provide for you at this age. What do you need an allowance for? Where are you going? What do you want to spend money on? Right. Five is a little young. I agree with Jay on this. That's a little young to even get an allowance for one and then to have to fathom paying her five of it and keeping two dollars. What can you buy with two dollars nowadays? No thing. <laughs> Some skittles. <laughs> You'd be cutting it really close. Right, you're right, you're right. Again, listeners, we would love to hear your thoughts or opinions on this issue and you can read this article as well as other stories we shared on Talking with T by visiting the website. That's www.talkwithtea.com. Well, before we sign off today, Pam, I'm going to need you to help me clear something up. Now, Jay, I'm not a hater, and I support any of our endeavors, wish all of us success in anything that we try to do. And I'm I'm not going to call Pam a cheater, two-timer, or anything like that, but she has another gig on Friday nights, and it's called the Friday Night Fallout. And it's a unique concept. It's funny. Um, they have topics that reach a particular audience, let's say that. What I need her to help clear up is that as of yet, I have not been on the show, yet people continue to believe that I have been included in the Friday night fallout. And I have been invited, and I appreciate the invitation. I do plan to stop by with my holy water and blessed oils and bring some anointing uh, to those that are participating. Yeah, yeah, but Pam, help me clear this up. I have not been on the show. No, and it's funny because people stop, I guess, because we have done talking with T for quite a while. They think that, okay, this is another, you know, like a uncut version of talking with T. But it's mm-hmm. not. Tanisha has not been there. And the crazy thing is we are live every Friday, so you can actually see who's there. And Tanisha, you are not there. It's it's Vivian, it's Scotty, it's Connie, and it's Roxy and myself. And Gene is there just for the spiritual stance, just in case, you know, he needs to bring out the the holy water or say some prayers for us. He's there. But you haven't been there yet. You have been invited, and we would like for you to come, but I don't don't know. (laughs) Well, and the reason... 
and, and the main reason I want to clear this up is, one, I need to make sure that people know who I am versus who I'm not. Yeah. And, and secondly, I need to hold on to my job. Uh There are are things that may not go over well in my line of employment. However, the show is funny. You all do a great job appealing to a late-night audience, and I can't wait to join you. But as of yet, I have not participated. But y'all look out. I'm going to stop by. Yeah, please stop by. Friday night, (laughs) 7 to 9 p.m. on 99.7. Jamming 99.7. Was that was that the space that was playing? I get the bag one Sunday morning when I was on my way to church last time I was in Knoxville. <laughs> oh, sweet. I already know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's it for this bit. And, of course, we'll check out the two of you next week. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say. And I can't wait to tell it. And, you know, I'm going to say it. All right now. Once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can now call in and leave your thoughts on topics or issues and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. The call in number is 865-409-1170 and we look forward to hearing from you. Also make note, I'm still looking to share and highlight music from rising artists and I look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With T, we would love to help you promote your business. Tune in the way you like and pick your pleasure by choosing to listen to Talking With T anytime on your time. On Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Speaker, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. Look out for new shows each and every Monday. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Do all the good you can by all the means you can in all the ways you can in all the places you can at all the times you can to all the people you can as long as you ever can. Remember where you heard the word, keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.